Welcome into Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope all of you are having fantastic Wednesdays, wherever you may be across this great country or this great land. If you see the shirt that I am wearing, 60 Minutes of Lies, uh, based on the story that they did on Ron DeSantis, we are selling thousands of these shirts right now. You can go to outkick.com shop And you can join, among others, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and yours truly in rocking your own 60 Minutes of Lies t-shirt. People absolutely love these. uh, And uh, I appreciate all of you who have already bought them. We have got a lot of gear that is new that is up inside of the Outkick shop. I would encourage all of you to go sign up for those. Also, we are finally caught up with all of the autographed copies of my book for VIPs. Some of you signed up back in September and October and we have not been able to keep up with all of the demand. Thousands of autographed copies of my book are going out this week. You now soon will have the opportunity to sign up for the Outkick VIP again and as a part of your subscription as a part of your VIP sign up you will now be able to get an autographed copy of my book again. Thank you to the 10,000 plus OutKick VIPs and thank you for your continued support of OutKick. One of the reasons why OutKick is uh, thriving as many other media companies are collapsing because we are honest, because we are truthful, because we don't hide from the facts and the facts are these NBA players who claim to be uber woke are now cashing checks from Chinese sneaker companies that have directly said they will be using Uyghur Muslim labor slave labor cotton. Let me repeat that, all right? So in China recently sports and uh, China have been feuding apparel companies and the country of China have been feuding. And Nike came out and they said hey, you've got concentration camps full of Muslim minority Uyghurs and we don't believe that concentration camps in the 21st century and genocide are a good thing and so we will not use cotton sourced from Muslim Uyghur concentration camp workers. We're not going to use slave labor cotton. And Nike got destroyed for this in China. Credit to Nike for standing up and saying you know what it's not really a good move to be using slave labor cotton and so we'll find cotton somewhere else. The two biggest Chinese shoe companies came out and ripped Nike for the decision and said we are doubling down on Chinese slave labor cotton in our products. I want you to think about this for a minute. In China when Nike said we're opposed to slave labor cotton the two Chinese sneaker companies said how dare you we are going to use even more slave labor cotton from our concentration camps. And guess what? There are a ton of NBA players wait for it who have endorsement deals with the Chinese sneaker companies that are using Muslim Uyghur slave labor cotton. They are effectively modern day slave profiteers and the NBA 
the woke NBA, the social justice warrior-laden NBA, Mr. Black Lives Don't Matter on the basketball court, Adam Silver, all the slogans on the back of the jerseys, all the fans abandoning them, guess what? The NBA didn't say anything when they were asked for comment about whether it was appropriate for players to be wearing sneakers that were made thanks to slave labor cotton. Among those players that are making gobs of money, millions of dollars, remember just endorsement money, this is on top of their contracted money to play basketball. Clay Thompson, Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Wade is such a big believer in slave labor cotton that he has signed up more, more NBA players under his label, D'Angelo Russell and C.J. McCollum. So Dwayne Wade is like a plantation master now. Man, he's got multi-state plantations working. Jimmy Butler, Alex Caruso, D'Angelo Russell and many other NBA players are all making millions off of Chinese Muslim slave labor. Now some of you out there might be thinking wait a minute doesn't Clay Thompson play for Steve Kerr? Steve Kerr, Mr. I don't know if democracy is a good thing or not that's a tough question. Steve Kerr who always speaks out about every single political issue under the sun. Why isn't Steve Kerr or Greg Popovich Why aren't any of these guys speaking out and saying hey, slave labor is wrong maybe we shouldn't be playing NBA games in slave labor produced cotton maybe we shouldn't be doing this No, they're not going to say anything The NBA has declined comment All players have declined comment So the NBA which brands itself as a woke social justice warrior league in LeBron James' name we will never shut up and dribble They're shutting up and dribbling for Chairman Z and for all of China. They don't care about human rights. They are pocketing cash from the closest thing to modern day Nazis that exist in our society. And almost no one in sports media is even raising it as an issue at all. Do you know why? Because you can rip America to the high heavens but you can't say a word that's negative about China because they will pull your money because the First Amendment doesn't exist in China and neither do basic human rights. And so, they shut up and dribble for Chairman Z. They play basketball literally in slave labor gear in the NBA. And not only did these Chinese companies acknowledge that they were using slave labor cotton they doubled down on it when Nike had the audacity to say maybe we should source our cotton somewhere other than from slave laborers of Muslim uh, religion who are being held in concentration camps in the Xinjiang region of China. It's a real story. It's a huge story. It goes to the very essence of the lies of woke capitalism. And it goes to the very essence of what is occurring in the United States right now that either athletes are not smart enough to understand or they're willing participants in coaches and executives too. China is using American sports leagues like the NBA as propaganda to argue that the United States is a flawed country and that their model of communist authoritarianism 
is the preferred model that should lead in the 21st century. That human rights, that democracy, that freedom of religion, that freedom of speech, all of it is a failed experiment and their brand of authoritarianism is and should be the leader of the 21st century. We're in a modern day Cold War with China and the NBA is coming down on the side of the Chinese. They aren't standing up for the ideals that they claim to espouse. They are the biggest hypocrites in all of sports and so are the sports media that cover them that almost to a man and woman won't even raise this as a remote issue. This is a big story. This is a monster story. I'm going to be talking about it on radio tomorrow. I hope that it is going to spread far and wide. I think that it will because OutKick has got a massive megaphone now because even if others won't speak truth that makes us even more valuable and even more important in the larger American cultural marketplace because you can't buy us. I'm going to tell you exactly what I think every single day. The NBA is full of it. Uh, The NCAA, speaking of full of it, the NCAA is now threatening to ban events as the woke virus continues to spread. The NCAA which has made improper benefits a thing which opposes basic capitalism which opposes people being able to make money for their talents is now opposing states being able to pass laws to protect athletic competition. Let's be clear about what's going on here. Many states have decided you know what it doesn't make sense for athletes to be able to choose their gender and compete outside of what their biological birth certificate says. This is the entire basis of male sports and female sports because let's be honest if women had to compete against men as adults no women would ever win anything and no women would ever be pro athletes. Let's be honest about this. No woman is good enough to play in the NBA to play Major League Baseball to play in the NFL or to play in the NHL. That's not sexism. That is the meritocracy itself. Not a single woman would compete in any major American sport at all or in college if there was no uh, separation of the sexes. Okay? So, Title IX requires that in college athletics the same number of scholarships go to women as to men relative to the percentage of the overall undergraduate uh, enrollment. So, What has happened is in many states there have been lawsuits filed over the fact that men competing as women are destroying the women in state high school athletic competitions. In fact, one of the first lawsuits to be filed that is the furthest along procedurally came out of the state of Connecticut where a biological man identifying as a woman set 15 different state high school records and crushed all of the women in athletic competitions. The women in those states many of them understandably the high school girls were upset and they filed a lawsuit saying this was not fair and that it violated the basic tenets of Title IX and other federal statutes that are designed to provide equality between the sexes. People out there will argue that this is not an issue. I disagree completely. We know the fact patterns that are starting to occur. Biological men are identifying as women and racing and crushing women in women's athletic competitions. Biological women identifying as men have absolutely no success so it's not a story. What many states are doing is saying something simple. 
your sex is what is on your birth certificate and that is who you compete against. Because if you wait and allow a man to hit testosterone and hit puberty and be fully grown even if he later transitions to womanhood those biological advantages are still there in terms of height, body size, everything else. Men are, let me go ahead and say this, bigger, stronger, and faster than women. Biology is sexist. Men are bigger, stronger, and faster. That's a reality. Now, some women are bigger and stronger and faster than some men. But the best men are not remotely in the same category as athletes as the best women. And let me give you an example. The fastest woman ever in the history of women existing had her world records beaten in 2018 by over 300 high school boys. Let me repeat this. The fastest woman to ever run in the history of the world that we know of had her all-time female records broken by 15, 16, 17, and 18-year-old boys competing in state high school athletic competitions in 2018. The state of Texas alone had dozens of boys who were faster in high school than the fastest woman to ever run in the history of the world. That is not sexism. That is reality. These are facts. And so many states are protecting Title IX and women's scholarships and women's records and women's athletic competition and saying we aren't going to allow women's athletics to be taken over by biological men who are deciding to to be women for purposes of competition. Right? We're not going to allow that to occur. That seems eminently reasonable. I can't imagine that very many people out there disagree with that idea. The NCAA does and they are now threatening to pull all of their events from states that pass laws such as these. I say every state should pass a law like this and that men should compete against men and women should compete against women. And this is what I'm talking about when I say these are difficult challenges for many people on the far left wing of this country because it causes identities to collide. Right? On the one hand you have Title IX feminist strong female advocates for the rights of women to be treated in a serious manner when it comes to athletics and to crown their own champions. On the other hand you have what I believe is transgender activists and you have two victimization cultures colliding and the left wing in this country is not sure which side to take. The vast majority of sports fans however are clear and they are on the side of men competing against men and women competing against women. That's why they check gender in the Olympics. This is not a controversial idea. It is trying to become a controversial idea and the NCAA is choosing the wrong side to adopt on this scenario. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson right now is uh, putting forward I think through his defense attorney Rusty Harden one of the most illogical and inconsequential defenses that I have ever seen. 
they thought, I believe, that the women, if they were forced to reveal their names as a part of the lawsuits against Deshaun Watson, they thought that many of these women would run and hide. Instead, all of these women are now going public and it's going to become even worse for Deshaun Watson because his sexual assault is now going to be connected to a tangible human being as opposed to an anonymous allegation. I don't know what Rusty Harden is trying to do but it appears to me that every single move he makes is immediately a disaster. He argued that Deshaun Watson got massages from lots of women that he didn't sexually assault. All that did was confirm that Watson had over 40 different masseuses. He now argues that some of these massages were of a sexual nature meaning that Deshaun Watson's new argument is not that he did absolutely nothing it is that the women who were giving his massages agreed to engage in sexual activity with him which acknowledges that sex acts were taking place during these massages which ends any argument that these were therapeutic in nature. I don't know how this is going to end but Deshaun Watson let me give you some advice from one attorney to another attorney maybe Rusty Harden and his crew can watch this settle every one of these cases immediately if you ever want to play in the NFL again. Settle them for tens of millions of dollars apologize for being an idiot and booking all of these massages in the middle of a pandemic. Stop arguing that somehow you were being safe by doing that when everybody else was trying to decrease the circle of people that they were interacting with. Deshaun Watson was going on social media and randomly grabbing a lot of different women online by sliding into their DMs and flying them in across the country to come provide massages for him. It made no sense. His defense makes no sense. It's clear what he was doing. He needs to apologize. He needs to pay tens of millions of dollars probably in damages and he needs to serve his punishment from the NFL. I don't think there's any way he's going to play in 2021 but by 2022 perhaps America will have forgiven him and he can avoid continuing down the path which he is on right now of becoming the Jeffrey Epstein or Bill Cosby of the NFL putting himself in jail potentially for years and not being able to play football at a minimum for years settle these cases hope there are no criminal charges brought and try to avoid the most significant and catastrophic consequences to your career that are already becoming more and more likely. Positive story. want to give a shout out to UFC President Dana White. The UFC has announced that they are going to have a full house indoors for their UFC 264 event that is taking place on uh, in July. This will be to my knowledge the first full capacity indoor sporting event to take place since the pandemic began back in March. And I want to give a shout out to Dana White here in the UFC. I believe that Dana White has done a better job of finding out how to continue with his sport than any other pro sports executive in the entire country. Now, WWE, AEW, a lot of wrestling organizations also did a fantastic job but Dana White found a way to come back far sooner than anybody anticipated to do it safely and to allow his business to continue to thrive. Props to the UFC for having and planning a full house indoors in July with UFC 264. And by the way if you don't want to go don't go! That's easy! 
There are tons of people out there who can go get a vaccine now. Any adult in the country almost now can make an appointment to go get a vaccine. If you're scared or you're fearful or you're terrified that you are going to die of COVID get a vaccine and then never leave your house again. The rest of us are ready to get back to living L-I-V-I-N man. Uh, Aaron Donald is alleged to have committed an assault in the Pittsburgh area. I gotta be honest with you. I don't know you what you would have to pay me to be willing to take a punch from Aaron Donald but whoever was arguing with Aaron Donald about anything made a really bad calculation in his life. That was not a good move. Assuming that Aaron Donald hit him at all this was an epically bad decision to get on the wrong side of Aaron Donald and argue against him in any way. This is a fundamental failure. I don't know what you'd have to pay me to take a punch from Aaron Donald. Frankly, I'm not sure there's a dollar figure because he might kill me. And if I get killed I'm not able to make any money. I'm not very worthwhile for my family. Also, if I took a bad enough punch my brain might not work as well. And I rely on my brain working phenomenally well to do three hours of daily radio at least an hour of television all the radio hits all the TV hits that I do to write I got an entire industry on my shoulders the last thing I want is somebody hitting me and suddenly making my brain not work as well. I don't think there's a single dollar figure where I would allow myself to be punched by Aaron Donald. Finally the term mistress is now offensive and sexist according to the Associated Press. I'm not making this up. Evidently (coughs) there were a lot of mistresses out there and they were thinking to themselves you know what? We have a branding problem and the brand problem is the term mistress. So the AP now says and I'm going to quote from this article because I saw it and I couldn't believe it Uh, when I saw it uh, that uh, I'm reading it right now the AP says the word mistress is offensive and sexist to women what are you supposed to call them instead? A friend. I don't know about you I don't know about you but I think there's a pretty big difference between a mistress and a friend. Don't use the term mistress said the AP uh, Associated Press by the way Uh, for a woman who is in a long-term sexual relationship with and is financially supported by a man who is married to someone else. Instead, use an alternative like companion, friend, or lover on first reference and provide additional details later. I don't know about you but I think that most people out there especially women would not find the word mistress that offensive. I think that if your wife found out that you had a mistress the nicest thing she might call the mistress is mistress and I think there might be a few choice words to be used on the other side. You know we are in the end of a slippery slope when our language is being destroyed right before our very eyes and words that mean things are being said to be offensive and they're replaced by words that don't mean the same thing. If it's a defense that every man would offer if he were accused of having a mistress it probably means something different. Are you sleeping with that woman? No, she's just a friend. 
Good luck with that one. Men everywhere. My name is Clay Travis. Go get your $1,000 bets in, by the way, at fanduel.com slash Clay. Completely free. Virginia, Michigan, Tennessee, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, West Virginia, Colorado, uh, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey. Your first wager you can't lose on. All you have to do is go to fanduel.com slash Clay in those 10 states. Many other states soon to allow sports wagering as well. So why not go ahead and sign up today and you will be ready the first instant you can take a wager and make one. fanduel.com slash Clay. This has been Outkick the Show. DBAP, unless you need to SBAP.